0: This is Bartcast. You ain't nothing but a
1: hound dog. It's stupid, i dog.
0: You ain't nothing but a hound dog. It's stupid, i
1: dog. You can wag your tail, but I ain't gonna feed you no more.
0: Bartcast deals with just about everything dog related dog obedience, training, health, owning a dog dog behaviour and care and nutrition. Each week your questions will be answered by professional senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell, a professional member of the IACP, a registered evaluator with the American Kennel Club and has trained thousands of dogs across a variety of disciplines. Hi, Russell.
1: Hey, Jay. How you doing? I'm good. How's your week been? It's been good. Another busy week.
0: Another busy week here at Canine Point Academy. So today, we've had a question come in, um, not very specific. It just says food. Right, okay. So I'm going to help out with this one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Go on then. So just can you give us a, a kind of overview of Food for dogs.
1: Uh, I'm glad you said the for dogs bit. <laughs> <And> <laughs> narrowed it down a wee bit for me. Okay, so um, I get asked this a lot as well from people in terms of you know what brands of food uh, to buy their dogs. There are a plethora, nice big word for you, of dog brands that are available not just here in Phuket or Thailand, but sort of globally. There's just hundreds of them. Um, in addition to uh, your generic um, brand food, you've also got things like you know raw food diets, home cooked diets. Um, so there's quite a lot to unpack there, if you'll pardon the pun.
0: You've mentioned there. I mean, we all know. Let, let's go. Look, the, 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 everyone knows pedigree chum. Yep. Or pedigree as, uh, as pedigree.
1: Pedigree, Purina, Hill Science, uh, Royal Canine, probably f- the top brands um, in terms of sort of middle line foods that you can get.
0: You just mentioned the term raw food. Uh-huh. What do you mean by raw food? Uh,
1: I- exactly that. It's just food that's raw. So um, there's quite a big movement. Um, in some circles about feeding dogs a raw diet so uh, the philosophy behind it would be you know dogs generally speaking don't sit around a fire and cook their food they just eat the kill raw so whether it's um, bones uh, meats organs um, uh, you know whatever you happen to put in the food there's no cooking involved it's just straight out bosh in the bowl and off you go. And there are benefits to that. Obviously, with cooking any food, you do lose a lot of the proteins, a lot of the enzymes and minerals within the um, the food itself, just through the cooking process. So by not cooking it, you're not uh, removing any of those minerals and enzymes, etc.
0: Now, years ago, um, when I was living in the UK, you weren't supposed to give dogs chicken because chicken bones are bad for dogs. But then I come here, lots of street dogs Sitting there and chewing on chicken bones, that are, you know, from all the, the fried chicken carts. So, and now you're saying that they can have raw food as well. Yep. Just so,
1: okay, so understand a couple of things. One is a dog's digestive system is very different to ours. They have a much shorter digestive, digestive tract, and they have a much higher level of acid in their stomach. So they can deal with an awful lot of stuff that we obviously can't. Um, and you're right, you've seen dogs... Digging into the bins and eating 17-day-old dead bits of fish and what have you. And they seem perfectly fine with it. So that's the how and the why. Um, as a general rule, bones are the, a, a good topic to pick out on that. Um, if you're going to feed your dog a bone, like a small bone, like a chicken wing or a chicken leg, it's better being raw uncooked. All right, the bones tend to shatter into lots of little pieces. If you think of a twig that's a, like a dead branch and you snap it, what happens? It snaps really easily, lots of bits go everywhere. Um, and dogs can deal with that. They can swallow it, they can digest it, they can deal with it. If you take a cooked bone, it tends to splinter. Again, taking a, a fresh branch and trying to bend and snap, it tends to peel. And that's what can happen with cooked bones. Now there's two sides to this thing. One is, that's factual, it can and it does happen. And you're more likely to have an incident with your dog with a cooked bone than you are a raw bone. On the other side of that, you and I probably both know people here that would say, oh, that's rubbish, I've been here 20 years, I've always fed my dogs, the cooked chicken bones; I've never had a problem. Sure, smoking causes cancer, but people still smoke.
0: And should you start the raw diet straight away, or can the dog... Because I've also heard Mm -hmm. that if you, let's say we're just giving the dog Kimball, whatever variety it is, you have to keep with that. You can't then go to a raw food diet.
1: No, no, no. You can change whenever you want. So, um, I mean, usually people would say if you're going to switch from one diet to another or even one brand of food to another, you should do it in stages over a few days. Um, If I'm being completely honest, if I was going to change food brands and what have you, I tend to kind of go cold turkey one day to the next yeah you might end up with you know one of those dogs might end up with a bit of runny tummy for a day or two and that's i, I oops <laughs> um, but as a general rule dogs can handle it
0: okay um organic food there's a bit of a drive now we know two um people that uh, have started their own organic food company mm-hmm. uh, chow pet food is the movement going towards more organic food
1: yeah and that's I mean that's not just for dog food right that's for for humans as well and trying to um, sort of move the needle in that sort of direction. A company like Chow is great. Um, I mean, obviously, the, the food is really good. It's really fresh, so it's not like it's been uh, freeze-dried or um, processed to such a degree that it's, there's no real nutrients in there and it's just sitting in a bag for m- months and months on end on a shelf. It's cooked fresh every week. It's delivered to you fresh every week. So at least, you know, in terms of the goodness, you're getting some really high-grade quality food each time.
0: And I think you just, sorry to interrupt, but I think sure. you just touched on something there, the, the word processed. Yes. And, and that's something that the the humans shouldn't eat processed food as well. So I guess it's the same thing for your dog as and well.
1: Yeah, and in terms of that, again, moving the needle, for us, yeah, we should be trying to eat more um, uh, fresh produce rather than the processed foods, the processed easy foods. And look, I get it. I mean, having a bag of kibble and scoop out two scoops into a bowl, bosh, done, easy, Um, You know, we've all got busy lives. It makes a lot of sense. We are also, um, you know, hit by advertising that this bit of kibble has everything in it that your dog could possibly need. That's just advertising in the same way that any product marketed to us will say the same thing. So it's just, it's for dogs as opposed to us. Um, I tend to find here, there are specific brands that are a more readily available and a lot of the vets will push particular brands. That's not to say that that brand is particularly the best on the market. It's just that that brand is being subsidized so the vets are actually making a bit of money off of that particular brand. There's nothing wrong with that business model. If a company comes in here and says, hey, I'll happily you know, give you a chunk to, to push my brand if it's a good brand and I might consider it. But, so I understand the model, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's the best food that's available for your dog in the marketplace. And certainly here in Phuket it isn't.
0: And obviously supporting a small business and a again, small local sure, yeah. business like Chow Pet Foods was probably a good idea.
1: You know, absolutely. And again, um, in terms of, yeah, a support, a, a local business, it's a small business. Um, the food is really, really good. It's balanced. It's good for your dog. So it ticks all the right boxes. If you're down the road, of you know, I just want to stick to Kibble because it's easier. Fine. Uh, there's other brands that you can look at. But you've also really got to do your research. So there was a there is a brand called Origin, uh, which is available here. Uh, I used to use Origin a lot. It was a very niche, small company based out of Canada. Um, yes, it's a freeze-dried processed food, but in terms of packaging, sorry, looking at that against other brands of processed foods, it was much higher in the quality markets. A couple of years ago, they were bought out by a larger company. So you can kind of see that the the mass production has taken over, the quality has taken a bit of a nosedive. So you've got to sort of weigh those factors into, into consideration as well.
0: So what about how much and when? These are two questions that we're getting a lot come okay. in. So when to eat and how much to eat? Okay,
1: so in reverse order, the how much depends on the size of the dog, really. Well, a, the size of the dog, the age of the dog, and the activity level of the dog. So
0: sorry, is there a, a chart that we can look yeah, at? Yeah,
1: um, if you buy any commercial pet food, there will be a feeding chart on there of some degree. Um, you tend to find most packaging for commercial foods, tend to overestimate the the amount of food. I mean, there's there's two obvious reasons for that. One is they don't want the dogs getting skinny, and secondly, the more you feed, the more you got to buy. So, um, but yeah, they they will all have a a feeding recommendation. If you're going down the road of, say, an organic um, uh, homemade, whether it's chow, or like a raw food um, that you're doing yourself, there are percentages that you want to work on. As a general rule, um, a dog's going to be about two and a half to three percent of its body weight. Um, so again, let's say taking chow or raw food, the amount that I'm putting in the bowl would equate to roughly to a half, two and a half or three percent of the dog's general weight. In terms of the the when, um, most people will operate on a morning and evening basis, because that's when, you know when at our breakfast time and at an our dinner time, we'll feed the dog at the same time or around about. Um, if you've got puppies um, who tend to eat a lot, I tend to do lots of smaller meals throughout the day. And most breeders would say, you know, it's three, four, even five small meals pocketed throughout the day.
0: It's interesting. I was going to actually ask you that about for an adult dog as well. Yep, Is it better to feed them once a day, twice a day, eight times a day?
1: Or even free feeding, which a lot of people do. I, just, I fill the bowl up in, in the morning and I just leave it there. And a lot of people have dogs that just graze. So... And a lot of us have got dogs that you couldn't do that with because they would just eat themselves until they exploded. So it really depends on the dog. For most single dog house households, you can often get away with free feeding because there's no competition for the food. So the dog just learns, you know, I'm not hungry now. I'll leave that bit, come back later. or It's still there. Or I'll finish it off. So it's just whatever is easier for you in your environment for me personally it works better there's your food morning there's your food evening done
0: and my worry about free feeding especially if you're using a raw diet or an organic food then you're going to get a lot, yeah, a lot of smells and, and, and flies and stuff. and
1: stuff yeah so you can feed them morning and
0: night is it before the walk after a walk how does oh that right, affect yeah. the dog
1: so again if you think about it on a human level the last thing you're going to want to do after having a big meal is go for a run so if you're going to take your dog for some exercise, which I would obviously always strongly urge that you do, do that bit at first and then feed them later. I tend to leave, if I say walk the dogs in the morning, I'll wait 20, 30 minutes before I give them food. Um, and again, like for you and I, if we've just been out for a run, again, you're not going to come straight in the door and want to have a meal. You want to sit down and relax, get your body systems back to normal. The dogs, to be fair... If you presented the food, they would probably dive into it, at least most would. But I give them 20, 30 minutes just to settle and relax, and then I'll give them their food. And again, same in the evening. Exercise first, and then feed afterwards.
0: So just to, to summarize, is there any particular food that you would recommend for people to go out and have a look at?
1: So yeah, um, and again, it, most of this comes down to uh, a, well a couple of things. One is particularly lifestyle and what we're doing with the dog. Um, I'm a big fan of chow, as you know. Um, I tend to use that for my dogs. Um, get homemade gets delivered, um, ticks all the boxes, and it's nicely, nicely balanced food. I understand people are busy and maybe feel they don't have time for that, um, and don't want. To, and it's a wet food as well, so they might feel, I don't, don't really want to deal with that. Fine. There are some better brands of kibble that you can get. Origin is still quite a decent brand. Um, Fish for Dogs uh, and also Pinnacle. They're expensive in comparison to something like Royal Canine um, or Hill Science, but they're a much denser higher quality kibble the other benefit with using kibble is if you're doing a lot of training with your dogs and i tend to use a lot of food in the early stages obviously it's easier just to use little dry biscuits as training treats rather than a a wet food that's just going to fall apart and be all over the place but you can also use a mix so perfect thank you very much russell thank you
0: If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.